0: Good morning. This is the ninth day of March. March the ninth. Very important day. It is my middle daughter's birthday. So happy birthday, Sarah. So this is a uh, going to pray through a section from the Voices from the Past. Puritan and Devotional Readings, Volume 2. This is edited by Richard Rushing. Um, this is a daily devotional that has blessed me so much. And so I thought I would take an extra time here and we would pray through Psalm 56.3, When I am afraid, I put my trust in you. And I'll go through what John Flavel a Puritan has said about this and pray through his words here this is uh, right on time for us uh, in these days because we are faced with the choice and the decision are we going to be afraid are we going to not trust God and I'm just talking completely to myself here um, uh, in the in the in view of persecution and um, trouble you know we want we want things to be easy I was reading yesterday from another book um, Flowers from a Puritan's Garden Uh, and this is written by Charles Spurgeon but he's taking Thomas Manton's Quotes and commenting on them. But one, Beaten Spices. Uh, I would like to read this and, uh, and then go into the prayer from uh, John Flavel. Uh, so Thomas Manton says, Spices are most fragrant, but the title is Beaten Spices. Spices are most fragrant when burnt and bruised. So has saving graces their chiefest fragrancy in hard times. The pillar that conducted the Israelites appeared as a cloud by day, but as a fire by night. And the excellency of faith is beclouded till it be put upon a thorough trial. And Spurgeon continues. Herein lies one of the benefits of affliction. It fetches out latent sweetness and light certain herbs yield no smell till they are trodden on and i think of rosemary in my garden you can smell the scent of rosemary as you go up to it but if you pull some of it off and you rub it on your fingers it uh, multiplies that scent smell so and that is one of my favorite herbs And certain characters do not reveal their excellence till they are tried. The developing power of tribulation is very great. Faith, patience, resignation, endurance, and steadfastness are by far the best seen when put to the test by adversity, pain, and temptation. God has created nothing in vain in the new creation any more than in the old. Hence, one of the sweet necessities of trial is to bring forth and use those precious graces which else had been unemployed. God is not glorified by unused graces, for these lie hidden and bring him no honor. May we not therefore rejoice in tribulation, because it fetches out our secret powers and enables us to give glory to the Lord whom we love. Yes, blessed be the pestle which bruises us in the mortar in which we lie to be beaten into fragrance. Blessed be the burning coals which liberate our sweet odors and raise them up to heaven like pillars of smoke. Can we not say this? Then it is time we could. Perhaps our present affliction has been sent for that very end. That we may learn the way of complete consecration and be made perfect through suffering. So I thought of, as I began to read that, of Madame Guyon's prayer uh, or her poem in the I found in a book by A. W. Tozer, in Mystical Verse. Tozer's book of mystical verse. That's the name of it. And there was a some there's poetry in there from mystics. Uh, and one of them is Madame if you Read her biography. Uh, it's amazing what she went through, but the the poem is called The Benefits of Suffering. And I uh, will say immediately that uh, I, I would prefer not to have those benefits. And I would prefer not to go through suffering, go through persecution, any of that. But, uh, the more I read of these uh, Puritans and and others who have suffered, and even the pastor who recently was released from from prison, who was in North Carolina, um, they have the same the same pattern, the same the same story that, that the Bible teaches. So Let's pray through this, Psalm 56.3 in John Flavel's words. Lord, we come to you in this day, the beginning of this day, this beautiful day outside, and the opportunity that we have to grow in you, to become more like you, which doesn't necessarily mean comfort. So we want to be prepared for you said, not if persecution comes, but when persecution comes. And not just persecution, but there's no way that we can grow, Lord, if we have everything easy for us. And I I say that in fear, Lord, and, and before the before everyone here, I do. You said, when I am afraid, I will put my trust in you. From David said that. And we asked that we would live like that, that. When we are afraid, we would do what is necessary to put our trust in you. And that means for me, Lord, to run to you, to run to your word, to prepare and read and meditate and Stay focused on those things that are true, for the enemy will fill our minds with lies, just as he did with the 10 spies who went in. They focused primarily on what they saw, what their eyes saw, and what they sensed, and, and what fed their fears of all those that were in the land Everything surrounding them. And, but we do want to be like Caleb and, and Joshua and see your power and not see ourselves as grasshoppers. Lord, it cannot be said of any man that he is made without fear. Even the most courageous of us, Lord, are not without some fear. So when we, the church, are in the storm of persecution and we are almost covered with the waves, the stoutest of us, the the strongest passengers in this storm. We may suffer from this boisterous passion as this storm rages without in our lives and all the lack of believing, thoroughly believing, we have not done for the lack of thoroughly believing, or not seasonably remembering that you, the Lord High, are the Admiral of all the ocean and the Commander of all the winds. You are on board our ship to steer and preserve this ship in the storm. You, the Lord of hosts, govern all creatures and their actions, and all the armies of heaven and earth are at your beck and command. So may we rely upon your care and love as we look to our Father in the day of trouble and look to you, Jesus. For we can trust you in danger just as a child trusts in the care and protection of his Father. Oh, what peace and rest you give us! Who would be afraid to pass through the midst of armed troops? When we know that the general of our army is our own father and that is true you are our father and you are the general of our army and you go with us when we pass through and it was said Lord of, of the, the troops and the Union troops in the Civil War that they would follow U.S. Grant and General Sherman, wherever they went, because they trusted that he would take them through. What And we have so much more. We do not have men that are guiding us, but we have a, the eternal God and Father. And if we sanctify you, O Lord of hosts, as our Heavenly Father, you will be a sanctuary to us in times of danger. For you will surely protect, defend, and provide for us in the worst of times and cases and we can follow you as a cloud by day and a flame of fire by night. May we do that, Lord. It is not enough to read these words, but may we follow up and do them and obey and trust you. Your glory will be our defense and our place of refuge. Let the winds roar and the rains beat and the lightning flash. Yet, we are in safety. And the best of us are too apt to be overcome with fear. The best of us, Lord, in times of imminent distress and danger. But we do not duly consider your almighty power, your vigilant care. Lord, your unspotted faithfulness and your engaged covenant for your people. Lord, may we write these down and remember them and put them on where we would see them when we are in distress and danger. And consider your almighty power, your vigilant care, your unspotted faithfulness, and your engaged covenant for your people. For you, O Lord, understand how we feel we in at the garden. It is said in your word that you were deeply distressed, and and even a word in the is used in the ESV of horrified. You were thrown into terror, thoroughly amazed and troubled. So you understand the depression that is caused, the heaviness, all of that when we are going through these times, you know that, Lord. We thank you that you have gone before us and paved the way for us. Your glory will be our defense and place of refuge. Lord, this lies at the root of our fear, that we do not consider these things. So may that be, Lord, our goal, to consider these when we are faced with fear. If we but once thoroughly understood what power there is in your hand to defend us, O God, what tenderness in your heart to comfort us and what faithfulness to all of your promises given over to us. Oh, how quiet and calm would our hearts be. Our courage would quickly be up and our fears down. So we pray that today, Lord, that whatever we face, whatever storm, battle, whatever we face, that we would immediately come to you, our captain, that our courage would quickly be up and our fears would be down. We thank you, Lord, for your promises that you are faithful. And just as you brought in the Israelites and just as Caleb and Joshua said, we certainly can overcome them. May that be our motto today, Lord. And our, our the words that we take with us for every situation, we certainly can overcome. And we thank you for this in the powerful overcoming in the name of Jesus. Amen. Well, have a blessed and victorious day. Pray that you today, all of those who are listening would uh, that we would together as a family, we would do that together, no matter what we face, that we would trust you and not. Trust ourselves. So we will pray with you tomorrow. Have a wonderful day. Bye.